Hello, and welcome to No Nonsense Wisdom Wednesday with Coach Lisa, where with every episode, I will give you strategies and insight that will make you uncommon on purpose. In this week's episode, Let's talk about difficult people, those difficult people in our personal lives and in our professional lives. And this might be a several series type podcast. So I want to talk about two, but let's talk about difficult people or difficult people behavior. Can we do that? All right. I know you're ready. So let's go. You know, I have a class called Working Effectively with Difficult People, and it's a really popular class. And the one thing I talk about is, you know, there's a difficult person in all of us. Why? Because you know what? We all have unwritten rules or unwritten judgments that show up in our life automatically. And they show up around family, they show up around work and colleagues and coworkers. And when people violate those unwritten rules or even our values, it can trigger some of us and make us difficult. But I'm going to talk about difficult people behavior. So you may recognize this in some people around you. You may recognize it in you. So there are things that can make people difficult. The question is, are they difficult or are they merely different? Did you hear that? So see, really, what's really going on is they're very different or somewhat different than me or from you, and it can be difficult to deal with. Yeah. So there are things that can make people difficult. People have different life experiences. There are cultural differences. There are generational differences. Oh, we could just have a whole hour series on just the generational differences in the viewpoints, different personality styles, different behavior styles. That's what I'm going to be talking about. Different behavior, different points of view and different ways of motivating and different agendas. So when you think about things that, that go on with people, I want you to consider this. Everyone has had a different life life experience. So, you know, some people have there had some very past painful life experiences. Some people are facing some current difficult situations, which make them difficult. Some people have some serious childhood trauma that makes them difficult. So I'm not trying to psychoanalyze anybody, but those are things you need to always remember. Everyone has a past. Everyone has some baggage. So some of those things that they bring with them can make them difficult. Okay. So those are things I want you to always remember. So I want to talk about a couple of these. I'm going to talk about two right now. So these are the ones I talk about in my class, but I want to share them with you and see if you can recognize them. So I want to talk about how to identify them. Then I want to talk about what is behind the behavior. Like what makes them do that? All right. And then I want to talk about what you should not do. See, there has to be a way that you respond to them and not react. Did you hear what I said? pay attention. Are you listening to me? Listen, I tell you, when you become an uncommon leader, an uncommon parent, an uncommon wife or a husband or or a business person, you have to learn to not let other people dictate your behavior. You have to learn how to respond and not react. Okay. So I'm going to talk about what you should not do. And then how do you help them? How do you help limit that stuff with you? You know, it's almost like, you know what, they can do that difficult stuff with other people, but they're not going to bring that over here. They're not bringing it over here today because I see you. Did you hear me? All right, let's go. So I want to talk about two right now. The first one, uh, we call them the Sherman tank or the bulldozer. And it's just like the name sound. These are people who, um, how do I recognize them or how do I identify them? Well, first of all, they're like a bulldozer. They're confrontational by nature. You ever meet those people that everything is a confrontation? When you see them coming, you be like, here we go. And literally you like gird yourself up for a fight. 
Oh yeah, because they're, they're confrontational by nature. They everything can be an argument. Everything is a fight. They're pointed, very angry, and they they're they're over the top in their aggressive behavior. It's not assertive. It's aggressive because they want to come in. They want to take over. They want to talk down to. They want to carry on, and they just bulldoze through everything. They bulldoze into conversations. They bulldoze people's opinions. Yeah, they bulldoze and they, they want what they want. It's like a my way or the highway thing with them all the time. We see them in our personal life. We see them in our professional life. Oh, yeah. And they and they come across as so directive, so pushy, so overbearing that is to the point that's that is to the point of intimidating. Have you recognized them yet? That intimidating thing. And they seem to love it. They seem to like the fact that they can intimidate people. And I'm going to tell you something. They'll intimidate who they believe they can intimidate. Mm -hmm. Whether it's because of their position or just because of that behavior. They're like bullies. Yeah, we're going to call it what they are. They're like bullies on the playground. Mm -hmm. So what's behind their behavior? They have a strong need to prove to themselves and others that their view of the world is always right. Meaning you can't have an opinion. You can't have a say. You're dumb, crazy and stupid. And why are you even trying to talk? Yeah. Over talking all that. And it's an aggressive thing. Mm -hmm. And again, that their their view of the world is always right. They are never wrong ever wrong. And when you add to that a know-it-all attitude, which is another difficult one, I'll just throw it in here, that can make them very difficult to have any kind of conversation with. They also, what's behind this Sherman tank, this bulldozer, they always have this strong sense of what others should do. Yeah. So they're always telling people, well, what you should do is, and what you should do is, and what you should do is, and it didn't work because you didn't do this. It's this very over the top directive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This strong sense of what everybody else should do. They communicate. Here's another one. They communicate with this forcefulness and this supreme confidence that will just tear each other, that just tears everybody down. It pulverizes, it crushes, it demeans, it devalues. That's this behavior right here. And they're very hard to deal with. When you see them coming, it's almost like everybody starts running. Uh huh. Everybody starts hiding because they don't want the fight. Mm-hmm. They, listen, what's behind this bulldozer, this Sherman tank? They value, listen to this, this is important. They value aggressiveness and confidence and listen, and they tend to devalue those they believe lack these qualities. So what is that saying? They value aggressiveness. And if you don't stand up to them, they'll just they'll just devalue you. If you don't stand up to them, they'll start talking down to you even more. Have you ever heard the saying that people only do to you what you allow them to do to you? Well, you need to pay attention right here. Mm-hmm. So now there's a difference between being assertive uh-huh, and being aggressive. There's there's a very there's a very big difference. All right. You can make demands, but you don't have to be rude about it. There is a difference. The behaviors I'm talking about here that are difficult are ones that are outright. um, They're very disrespectful. That's where this comes to. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you. So so what what you should not do. Pay attention. And I want to be I want you to understand there. uh, People can be confident. Uh huh. But there's a still they're not disrespectful. 
Okay, I'm talking to a behavior that is disrespectful, that's aggressive, that's intimidating, that will talk over other people, that will devalue people. I'm talking to that behavior right there, right there. What you should not do. Number one, pay attention. Do not be intimidated by that forceful behavior. Don't you back up and don't you pull away. Sometimes, and let me say, if it's your boss in the workplace, you might have just stand quietly and look at them eye to eye. You don't have to fight them, but don't you look away. Don't you look down. You just stand there and give the silence there is very powerful. But now if this is a coworker or family member or something, don't be intimidated by that forceful behavior. Number two, don't change things for their benefit. Pay, did you hear what I said? Just because they're bellowing, just because they're yelling, just because they're carrying on, you don't change things because you know what? They've done that all their lives. They've gotten things by bellowing and yelling and cursing and carrying on being disrespectful and people change it to shut them up. But we're not doing that. We're not going to be manipulated like that. Uh huh. Number three, don't get drawn into open debates and endless verbal combats with them. Listen to me, pay attention. Don't do that because see, they know how they, they love a debate. They know how to talk all around you. They know how to talk all over you. So sometimes it's best for you to just back away. The next bullet says, when you've ended the conversation, it's ended. So when they say something and you say, you know what? I'm not doing that. And the answer is no. I'm done. They'll try to draw you with another one. You're done and walk away. You're done and end it. Don't because see, they like debates. They like to keep it going. But when nobody else is talking, there's only so much you can do. And sometimes you have to be bold enough to say, especially if it's a personal or or friendship or even a peer, say, listen, don't you ever talk to me like that again. Or listen, we can have a conversation, but not like this. You will not disrespect me this way. I'm trying to give an example. Now, did you? if it's your boss, you need to be quiet and you need to just wait and you need to hold up. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. because there'll be a time that you may be able to talk to them later. But when it's your boss or a higher up, you just got to know how to bring it in. But I'm going to tell you this, if they're being very disrespectful to where it's going across the line, where it's becoming illegal, where it's becoming harassment. There are policies out there. Follow your policy. That's all I'm saying to that. Okay. Listen, what you should not do, if you're the leader or if you're in charge of something, do not let them hijack your meeting. Don't let them take over the conversation. Don't let them change the direction of the conversation. Some people know how to just do that diversion tactic real good. They want to switch it out. They want to redirect you. They want to get you away from what they're trying to say. Don't, don't let them do that. Tell them, uh, uh-uh, hold up. We're not doing that right now. We're going to do this. They'll start again and say, listen, I said, we're not doing that right now. This is what we're doing. And you never have to yell. Just be firm, be direct with no fear. It's surprising how they will, how they will back up. They will only do this, this behavior, which again is bully behavior, bulldozer. They will do it to people that allow them to do it. Did you hear me? Okay. So I want you to understand that. So if this is a friend or if this is a peer, when they're not in that mood, you know what? If you really want to help them, you can have a conversation. Hey, hey, listen, listen, man, listen, listen, um, or listen, sis, or or whoever. Listen, 
you know, the way you're talking to people, it's really going to shut you down. It's hurting you. And you could be an excellent, whatever that is, but people don't want to talk to you because everything about you is confrontational. If it's a personal situation, y'all can try to talk to them about it. Try to get help if you need to, you know, because a lot of times people are bellowing and fighting because they simply want their way. They want what they want done and they want it done when they want it. But you know what? The world does not revolve that way. Have a conversation. But the one thing I'll tell you, don't be intimidated. No. Mm -hmm. You can quietly tell them back up. We're not doing this right now. And I'm not having this conversation right now. Don't give into demands like that. Don't do it. Did that make sense? Did I just ramble? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Let me give you one more. Can I give you one more? Mm -hmm. Let me talk about, I want to talk about this. This one's called the sniper and you got to pay attention. Sniper behavior. How do we identify the sniper? Listen, the sniper operates from these covert positions. So it's like an undercover. If you ever see a sniper in a movie, uh huh, they operate or they're, they're always hiding behind buildings and walls, right? And what they're doing is they take shots at people. But when they're shooting or taking shots at people, it's not to just maim them. It's not to just uh, like just just tick them or whatever. They're there to take them out. They are a sniper is there to take you out. So they use things um, to take these cheap shots at you. They use these innuendos. Yeah, they use these this non playful teasing and they use these sarcastic comments and they do this when there's a room full of people. They'll do do this when there's a room full of like your higher ups in the room, uh, other directors or command staff or CEOs or directors or principals or nurses. You're, they'll do this because they're trying to make you look bad. They're trying to crush your character. They're trying to tarnish your reputation. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. They will do it. And these actions, when they do it, this behavior is designed to frustrate you and demean you, especially when you're most vulnerable. They'll do that. Yeah snipers. So what's behind their behavior? Where snipers have this smug thing about them because they think they know it all and they like to instigate a situation, but they won't really do it from a direct approach. So they'll do undercover backdoor stuff, but it's really targeted to make you look bad. And what it is, it's an attempt to like covertly control others and they do it by trying to embarrass you in front of other people. Oh, yeah. This one can be very hard to deal with, especially because it's so public and they've been doing it so long. The sniper. So listen to me. What should you not do? Number one, you cannot ignore the sniper. Don't let them keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And don't allow yourself to fall into the sniping behavior with them. So don't do that going back and forth with them, especially in front of a room full of people. Mm -mm. You're not doing it. And don't allow yourself to become flustered and embarrassed. So what do you do? How do you help? You're going to have to surface that surface, that sniping behavior. Every time they do it, bring it to their attention. Every time they do it, every time they say something, address it. Mm -hmm. And then you might have to have a meeting to tell them, you know what? This kind of behavior is going to hurt you in the long run. It's not going to hurt me, but it's going to hurt you and tell and and have them understand it's going to stop and it's going to stop now. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I tell you a quick sniping story? Okay. I got one. 
I was at a class and um, there were a lot of people in the room and there was one, there was one gentleman just kept giving me the snipe and giving me the snipe and giving me the snipe. And the first time he did it, I just stopped. I said, did someone have, did someone on this side of the room have something to say? And nobody said anything because I was letting them know I heard you. The second time I called his name and said, whatever his name was, I said, um, do you have something to say? Because we'd all like to hear it. So now what I was doing is surfacing him, let him know I see you and everybody else sees you, but I'm letting you know, I've seen you behind that wall, sir. I've seen you behind the building. Uh huh. The third time he sniped, I said, everybody, let's take a break. And I went straight to him. I said, listen, I understand that you don't want to be here. And I understand this is probably going to be the longest eight hours of your life. However, sir, you do have options. You can stay and be a part of this class or you can leave and I can let your higher ups know, but you will not do this in my class. You will not be disrespectful to the other attendees here. Did you see what I just did? He got quiet after that. No more. Meaning you have to know when to direct to them, to let them know, I see you, to let them know you're not doing this. This could be in friendships. You could call people out and say, listen, stop doing that. Every time you do A, B, C, D, and E, I see you. And I don't know what it's about, but I see you. So you need to stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope I didn't like go too long and I hope I didn't ramble. I was trying to give you some more like examples. I try to make some meaningful ways to practice it. So that's it for this episode. Okay. I want you to understand people have difficult behavior, but sometimes it's just different. And sometimes it really is difficult and you need to know the difference and you need to know how to respond and not react. All right. That's all I have for this segment. Now you go. You have an amazing no nonsense day. Watch those bulldozers and watch those snipers. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.